Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwajumensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 6th of June in the year 2022. And the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. And for that matter, we should rejoice and be glad in it. And on this note, I take, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world to join me, any man or woman hearing my voice or listening to me, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us. And life in general, life is beautiful, life is wonderful, life is a gift from God to mankind, and it is God himself flowing through men and women and all things for his own glory. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, the power to be and to do is within you. I repeat, the power to be and to do is within you. There is a very powerful thing in every human being, or I would say a powerful force, in every human being. This force is dormant and never show up in the life of every man or woman except in times of trouble and difficulties. And only when the person in question is able to make contact with this force. And at that point, this force wakes up and Whisk this the person in, in, in question from any danger or difficulty. And this can be proven by even looking through our own personal experiences. Those some of us might have experienced, or maybe we might have heard of from far and near. There has been a lot of stories, both in writing or by word of mouth, of people who in times of difficulty, danger, something more of an extraordinary power came upon them and the apparent danger became something that they conquered and they became powerful or hero or heroines. Yeah, so this is the power we are talking about. We are human beings and as human beings, we are made in the images and the likenesses of God. And we are told that at, the, at creation, God put his own breath in man. And that is what we call the breath of life. And this is the source of every human being's power. And all the things that we will need in life. But this power always does the basic, and, uh, yeah, the basic things in our life until we call upon it in a very special way to do greater and wonderful things in our life. It will remain dormant. So take yourself as a kind of a battery, dry cell. You can buy a dry cell and put it in your, in your house. So long as you don't open the package and put it in your radio or your torchlight the way as it's supposed to be. 
this torch light will not produce whatever you want it uh, this batteries will not produce whatever you want it to do or what it's supposed to be to do unless you give it the right condition and then it quickens either the radio or the flashlight and then it gives you light and even in some cases if you put it in the wrong way there will not be power running through your gadgets and so it is with every human being god has given us powers and that is the powers that we have and this is the power that we're supposed to call upon in times of difficulties dangers and to overcome them and to evolve ourselves into higher beings so every human being has the power to do what any other person has done the only difference that makes all other people not able to do what the others have done is the ability or the knowledge about the powers that we possess and the ability to call upon this power in faith so this power as i was saying is dormant in every human being and it does not it does not respond to academic analysis it does not respond to intellectual analysis but it responds to only your faith in that at that point you you black out your intellectual analysis and walk by faith and that is why the bible says we walk by faith but not by sight and it's not about what you are seeing that matters but the faith you have in your own divinity the power that god has deposited in you to walk by that power that you you will be able to overcome any difficulty or any challenge so today i am going to use some biblical characters and actually it's a group of uh, four uh, leprous men who actually perform some heroic acts in the lives of their people and their mental attitude is the only template that any man or woman that is on earth here that is seeking success ought to adapt and use it in his life so the story i'm talking about can be can be found or could be found in second kings chapter 7 but i'm only going to read the verse 3 and 5. if you read the whole chapter 7 you will get this account and just to give you an overview of the story how these men use this power that we are talking of to save themselves and to save the entire uh, city or nation let me take it samaria so we have according to the story samaria the city of samaria came under attack or was besieged by the army of syria or the syrians in in those days so because the city the king and his people the army were so frightened they locked the city gates and so no one was going out and no one was coming out and as this goes on food and all other uh, essentials got exhausted or finished and people began more practices it even went up to the point that women were killing their own children they came into agreement and they were killing their own children for food and so even one of the kids appeared before the king 
and the king actually couldn't help the woman but he said how how can i help you help can only come from god and so this is the situation it was a kind of uh dangerous situation life and death affect in the city within the city of samaria and then outside the city were four leprous men these men were had leprosy and in those days when you have leprosy you are cast out of the city you are not part of the people and these four leprous these four leprous men that was their fate they were casted out of the city and so they were only living outside or at the gate of the city and so it got to a point that these four leprous men they took a decision and it was a bold decision and that is when at that dying stage or at that moment you can only put your trust in god the, uh, the decision they took was not out of analytical perspective but on faith so it got to a point that they came to themselves they spoke to themselves now why are we staying here it's better we take an action and that what they did is what i'm going to read from chapter uh, verse 3 to um 5 chapter 3 uh, chapter 7 of the of second kings verse 3 to 5 is what i'm going to read the rest will just be an overview i'm going to run over for you you can read this chapter for your own uh, analysis only for the purpose of this discussion and so uh, verse 3 states now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate and they said to one another why are we sitting here until we die if we say we will enter the city the famine is in the city and we shall die there and if we sit here we die also now therefore come let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. and if they keep us alive we shall live and if they kill us we shall only die this is or this was the mentality of this four leprous man it got to a point that either way whichever way that they would take there are there was apparent danger there was apparent death but they took the most dangerous one at least they could have entered the, the city they were amongst their own people and if it is death they would die with their own people but this one they took the extraordinary one that is going to the enemy's camp and to confront them and their mentality was that if they spare them that so be it if they kill them that is it but they will not sit down to die at the gate and according to the bible from this uh, chapter that they set off and as uh, at midnight and as they were going as they got closer to the camps of the syrian army god caused the army the entire army to hear the sound of huge chariots that they believed were so huge and magnificent, stronger than what they had. And so if they stayed there, those chariots would overrun them. So they, they flee and left all their belongings there. And so the, the footsteps uh, uh, of, or the, the sound of the footsteps of 
these four lepers became the sound of chariots that drove the entire Syrian army away. And when they approached the first camp, it was kind of a discovery. They realized that there, were, there was no one, but they've left all their belongings, food, everything that they needed in the city was there. So they made themselves good. And as they were enjoying, it came back to them that, okay, why do we have to sit here whilst our people are dying? Let us go and break this news to our people. And they also come and taste what we have done by the power that is in us. By faith, these four leprous men walked towards the enemy's camp and by the power of God in them, they became the sound, their footsteps became the sound of chariots powerful one and it drove the Syrian army away and that ended the, 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 the war or yeah the war or the, the, the siege and that also ended the famine so they went into the city and broke the news to the people and it was like total liberation so that is the story that we are basing upon for our analysis today and these four lepers represent every one of us. We are one of the lepers. Four of them together is every one of us. And at a point in danger, we are supposed to take this mental attitude. Whatever thing that you are afraid of becomes little and bow before you when you take bold bold steps and faith towards it and so when we find ourselves in difficulties we are not supposed to sit down and wail and cry the apologetic prayers and all these things that we do in our churches in our mosques in our shrines will not save us the king and all the people in samaria at that time were in the city praying to god but prayer without action leads to no effect. But these four leprous men, by faith, they took action and walked towards the enemy. They, they, their determination was to confront the enemy. And by this faith in their divinity, that if we kill, if if, if we die, we die. That is the that, is, that was their mentality. So they approached the enemy in faith, and eventually they became the winners, and save their own people. In the same way, in your personal life, there are a lot of difficulties. And if you look within your community, if you look around you, all the people around you are facing the same challenges. In that case, or in that situation, you are like, you and the people around you are like the people of uh, Samaria who have been, uh, who, who, who have been besieged by a Syrian army, a powerful army. And so they were actually, they didn't know what to do. So they locked themselves up in the city gate. That is you. That is what this represents you and your community. Whatever group of people you belong to. And if you look within your life, in your town, or it could be in your country, when it comes to people that count, you are not. You are not. You are just like these four leprous men. You are not from the aristocratic families. 
you have, none of your family members has ever even been closer to the parliament building or the presidential building. So you are far, far away from the, the, where the power of the nation or the city or whatever group that you belong to, you are far away from it. In that case, you are just like the, the people with leprosy living outside the city gate. But if you look at this situation, from the leaders to all the men and women in this city, everyone is suffering. And you are all facing a common challenge, a common problem. And this is the time that you have to be wise and be knowledgeable and be aligned with the universal truth that your current circumstances doesn't define you. But what defines you is the power that you have within you. And it is by that power that you rise up to confront that challenge. And by the time you overcome that challenge, you overcome that difficulty, you become the hero of the town, you become the hero of the nation. And that is how men and women, this is the truth that every man or woman that has actually risen to become powerful, risen to become known, took. This is the principle that they took or they used in their life. And it is the same thing with you. The power that was in Lincoln is in you. The power that was in Napoleon is in you right now. But you only need to call upon this power. And this power will rise, will come into your rescue, take you and lift you from this upward danger into safety, where that safety will become as a relief to all people around you. But you need to make a decision. You need to take a stand and declare, this is my dream. This is what I want to do in life, regardless of what is around me, regardless of where I was born, whom I was born to, uh, the, uh, the, the tribe I belong to. This is why God has brought me on this earth. Therefore, I am going to follow this dream. If I die, so be it. If I live, thank God. Then you go in that direction. At that point, you cut your, you, you blank your mind from all outer things that are happening in your life. You will no longer walk by sight, but you walk by faith. And that is by believing in your own divinity that there is a power that is dormant. You only need to activate it. And as you go through this, uh, you follow this, your dream, you will go through difficulties and challenges. At any point, this power will come to lift you up. And you go from stage from stage to stage, stage to stage, until the final battle that you become a, a winner, you become a hero, and then you'll be given an elixir. That is the evidence of your battle. And that is what you use to liberate your own people. That was what these four leprous men did. They came back and called their own people that, hey, there is good news, that is, we've discovered booty, come and have some. That is the example, or that is... That is the evidence of what they have done. But they declare that we will confront the enemy. We will go to them. And if they spare us, so be it. If they kill us too, so be it. This is what we call faith. People who are walking by faith. And so you, you of a, a person today, whoever you are, your current situation is not the, the situation that you desire. If you look in your community, your society, everyone is suffering. But there is something on your heart. 
at that point you are like that leprous man at the gate of the city get up and confront the enemy by working on your ideas your your ideas that you know that will wipe out that problem and walk in that direction and you will save yourself and save all other people around you so today this is the truth there is a power in every human being you are powerful you are powerful than you think you are loaded and the moment you are able to connect to that power within you that power is lying within you don't mind only waiting for your activation and as soon as you activate this power there is nothing on this earth that you will not be able to do and as i've already said there are a lot of stories that we have read we have heard about people who did some extraordinary things that before that no one respected them but eventually after those acts they became the heroes and the leaders of their of their people why at that point they stumbled some people sometimes but they only stumble upon that power a little and this thing even happens in every one of us life you will see that in your life at some at a certain point something remarkable had happened in your life that it shouldn't have happened but you took only a simple mental attitude and that thing came into your life and if you are able to develop that you will become a greater and a bigger person that is what we are here for we are here to liberate ourselves from all these challenges the difficulties and challenges are not there to kill us but they are invitation for us to surmount our own god-given powers to come to bring and then to, to overcome these challenges we are supposed to ignite the power that is a power in you and that is why the bible says that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world there is a power deposited in you that is greater than all other things and that is god himself and that is what the fallen prophet men did that we are going in faith and as they were going that power in them was activated and he came back he came out and he became a giant an army chariot that was producing noise that drove a whole or an entire army from their camps for this effort for this for lepros to own it and to bring their people there to save them so what are you waiting for my fellow a black man my fellow african man or woman what are you waiting for this is the time for us to use the truth in the bible and as i've already been saying there is a power that is running through us and this power is always at our beck and call as soon as you call it in its right way this power will rise up to pick us from the lowest level to, to the highest level this power is always working at an ascending as, as in ascending uh, nature it is always upwards godward and it's ready to serve us so today you are the fallen prosperous and in your life in your nation in your city in your community if you look at the arrangement of society you are more or less the same as the four lepros and the city gate because no one cares about what you say you don't even deserve to go to where people meet because your family is not anything that anyone respect you are not from the rich people or you are not from the rich community you are not from the powerful men and women do not worry 
you are more powerful than you think. All you need is the right mental attitude and an idea. Look for one of the difficulties that is confronting all men around you and take that one and own it and begin to walk towards that problem. Walk towards it. Walk towards it with faith and determination and you will see that your faith and the power will activate the power that is in you, the great power that is in you for it to rise up to push you and take you to a, 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 a higher land, such that that problem that used to be the whole community, you have gotten a solution and the solution becomes your property. And that is how you become. You refuse, and, and at that level, you've risen from the lower to the, to the higher, to the, from the lowest to the highest level. That is the truth of life. So my fellow African young men and women, you are those we are appealing to at EMG, rise up. There is a power, there is a force in you that is seeking your attention. God is in you seeking self-expression to push out of you, to bring greater things. But you must act in faith. You must act in faith. You must act in faith. So that is the truth of life. Every one of us, it is our responsibility to connect to this power of us. The power that keeps you and move and maintains you, that power is there. It does more than what it, you are seeing in the in your ordinary life. There are more things. There is no problem. There is no challenge that if you throw it upon this power, the power, it will fail you. It will do it for you exactly as you commanded it. And so this is the time for us to rise up. This is the time that we need to seek liberation of our own selves. And as I've already been doing, the purpose for which I'm doing this is for the whole Africa, the whole African people. And this knowledge, this new perspective, this is not actually new, but it is new in the African setup. This new perspective, which has already been in all other areas, we are bringing it to you to empower you, to rise up for us to save our own nations and our continent. I am not speaking to the leaders of any country, but I am speaking to all Africans. I am speaking to all Africans, but I'm actually speaking to you that downtrodden, you that no one cares about you, no one actually recognizes you. You are just like the four leprous men who have been casted out of their own city. So don't sit down to die in that difficulty. As they said, we are not going to die here at, at this gate. But even if you go to the city, we are going to die. Don't also associate yourself with those that are already suffering, but take a bold step. Take a step of faith, a leap of faith, and walk towards the problem. Confront it, trying to look for solution. That is when you bury yourself in your room. You go to the forest or you wherever you are, bury yourself there and begin to say, think, 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 think for the solution to their problem. And when the solution comes, you have saved yourself and you've saved the whole community. But the fact is you are the hero and therefore you get a praise. That is the truth of life. And so my brother, my sister, this is how the universe runs. This is how the world goes. To sit down and pray, 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 pray all the time that we have difficulties without taking action is nothing that it is not going to work. We've done it for far too long and it is about time that we need to analyze our life and realize that and it is not working and therefore we need a new perspective. I am not directing you to anyone's power, but I'm directing you to your own indwelling powers. 
you have it. I have it. All other, all, every human being has it. And therefore, if we are able to rise up and look at our challenges, our problems, and throw it upon that power, that is the Christ within, he will get up and give us ideas and solutions, and we will overcome these challenges, and we will become a powerful nation, we will become powerful nations, we will become powerful continents. That is what we are supposed to do. And I have always been educating people and advising people that there is no need for us to go after our leaders. African leaders, we don't have to blame anyone. We are thankful to them. They are doing what they can do. To be honest with you, whoever is listening to me, no man can give to you what he or she hasn't got or gotten. No one can give to you what he does not possess or she does not possess. You should be able to possess something before you can give to someone. So if anyone takes the position of a leader or if someone is a leader in any African country and the person is not performing, take it that that is the person's best. And it is not only they alone, but it is the best of our society, the African people, because these leaders are drawn from us. We are all in that mentality. But if you want to change, then we have to change and then have a different perspective. And our perspective will overthrow their perspective. And that is why we say a change has come. As a matter of fact, a change that is initiated by the majority is not a change. It's the perpetuation of the old order. But a change that comes as a result of the actions of the minority, that is a change. So the minority, the change grows to cover the majority. And then we say there has been a complete change, a complete change. So at Eagle Mentality, we are looking for only people who are open-minded and ready to take up challenges, ready to take up difficulties on our continent. Then we embrace them as we, 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 we conquer them. Then we begin to convert. We begin to get more people to come to this. By the time we realize we have changed our continent in a very intelligent and a wonderful way without even going to anyone to seek for assistance. That is the truth. So we need to be thankful to our leaders. They have done what they can. That is the best that they can give. There is nothing that any can, anyone can talk about it. There is nothing that anyone can do about it because they are only a ref, whatever they are doing is a reflection is what a reflection of what is within them. And so we are not against any leader, but we are actually praying and wishing them well that they will be also enlightened, such that the mentality we are selling they will embrace it, and all of us will work together to liberate ourselves. So I am going to use an example. At EMG, we don't talk about political issues. And I, for one, I don't comment on political issues. But what the story I'm going to use today is a story that embodies the whole Africa. And we are not talking about the leader or a, a, the government of any particular African country. But we are talking of the, OA, the AU, the African Union. So, now, as it is, the whole world is in difficulty. And it is as a result of the war in the war between Ukraine and Russia. And now, in the news everywhere, the idea is that there is world shortage of food. And therefore, everyone is doing what he or she thinks he has to do to get food for his people. And for us, Africans, all our leaders met, 
AU. And they came up with their decision. And their decision is that they will send a delegate, a delegation to the, uh, the, the leader of Russia to appeal to him to open up the ports. So that the, 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 the cereal, the grains in Russia and Ukraine will be able to come out so that Africans will get food. And so that was their petition. That was their, uh, the, the request before, that they put before uh, the, the president of Russia. So when I read this on BBC, I said, oh, that is good. It's a good idea. But then something down on me came to my mind. Hey, let's, let's verify. First of fact, are Africans, are we smart? Are we smart? Well, it is good for these leaders to do this. But to be honest with you, every leader that is part of the, or that is part of the AU community represents a nation. Now there is a danger, there is a difficulty. Has any of the individual African leaders given their own countries the plan that they are going to bring into place such that in case of any difficulty of this, African, Ghana, Nigeria, uh, Uganda, uh, South Africa, we will have enough food that we don't have to depend on any other person. This, our leaders don't have any of that plan, but they can only go and beg. So this, when you bring it into what we are talking about, this is the leader that is like the king of Samaria, who was paralyzed with his army when the Syrian army besieged his city. He had no plan except to appeal, except to appeal to a higher power. And that is what our leaders did. They have no plan to mitigate this and also how they are going to use their own resources and their people to work out of this situation. But the fact is that in this world, Every difficulty that rises, those who will be able to see through the difficulties and get plans and work towards it becomes the beneficiary of that problem. Whatever we have now, the food shortage now, is a very good advantage to Africa for us to begin to look at ways to revamp our agricultural sector such that we will be able to produce food enough that we will have access to export. Then another point also came into my mind. I begin to ask, I use my own country, Ghana. What is the what do we get in Ghana or what do we produce in Ghana? We don't have, we don't produce cars. We don't produce airplanes. We don't produce even the high-technology guns. We don't produce any high-tech products. What do we do? Raw materials, and most of them is from the ground. That is agriculture. And if a third world nation or a third world, a continent that is considered as a third world continent, they don't produce any high technological products. And at the same time, they are not able to produce agricultural product, that is food, to be, uh, in excess enough to feed their own self and also to get some to export. Then the question comes to mind that what is our purpose on this earth, Africans? What is our purpose? This is the question that every African ought to ask himself. This is the question that we ought to ask ourselves. When it comes to the shortage of airplanes and all those things, we don't count. We have to go and beg. And then when it comes to food that we live on, 
we also have to depend on international community for us to be able to survive, for us to be able to be there. Then what is our purpose on earth here? Why are we here? My fellow Africans, I'm throwing this question to you all. So this is a time. Whatever thing that is happening, every difficulty, every challenge has its advantage, has its opportunities in it. And that is the, what um, Napoleon Hill said. We only have to be intelligent to adapt, I mean, adapt into the problem and look for the solutions. Africa has the greatest forests. We have the greatest lakes. We have the greatest rivers. We have the greatest lands. How come that we are not able to produce food enough to feed ourselves and also to have access and import it? At this time that the world that is shortage in food, this is when that Africa will be on the world, uh, at the top of the world. Then we will declare to them, hey, we have more than enough. We have excess. Therefore, we are importing it to USA. We are importing it to Great Britain. We are, we are exporting it to the USA. We are exporting it to uh, Great Britain, to Canada. Then that we are dominating, we are taking control in this area because we are raw materials producers. We are food producers, agriculture. Why is it that we haven't been able to, I mean, bring our agricultural production to this level? The question that every one of us has to ask is that why, what are we on earth here for? If we are not able to produce high-end commodities, and at the same time, we are not able to produce food for ourselves, that we have to import, we have to import food. Then why are we, what, what are we doing on earth here? Meanwhile, we have the lands. And this is why we need people. And that is why I am speaking to you, the ordinary men. Leave the leaders alone. They are doing what they can. They are doing what they know. And we know that what they are doing and what they are, what they are doing, it is not the right thing. We have the right perspective. And what we are telling you is that bless them and let us support them, whatever they are doing now. But let us rise up and come out and begin to combat every young man or woman, every man or woman, look of a challenge and go on this journey, take it square on and overcome it. You own that area and you become the giant, the guru in that. Another person takes that one, these government people will come and beg you. And by that time, we have the power, then we overthrow them, we bring the new system. That is the way to change Africa. That is the only way forward. It is very sudden that a country or continent that is made up of only agricultural people, we, have not, we are not able to produce food enough to feed ourselves and to I mean, export it to other places, other world. Ah, why is it so? This is the time that Africa is supposed to show its power. That, hey, we are already farm, we are producing farm. We, we are doing this. Therefore, we have more than enough. We open our bars, we open our stores, and then ship it to the other places and we get money. But here is the case that we are begging a warlord, someone who is actually fighting and using all these things for his advantage, begging him to ease it, to open the port, so that we will, we will be fair. Africans, my fellow Africans, listening to me, let us rise up. Where we are going is very embarrassing. And we are actually demeaning our divinity. 
Why has God brought us on earth here? That a simple or a common problem that every human being must use his mind to solve, we are unable to do that. It's because we do not have men and women who have the mentality of these four leprous men. It is about time that we rise up to confront our own challenges. We cut ourselves off all other outside interferences or outside uh, help. Then we begin to work on our problems and declare that if we die, so be it. If we live, so be it. Instead of we sitting down to continue to be poor, to continue to suffer from hunger, we're going to take an extraordinary route such that we will liberate ourselves once and for all. This is the only way of liberation. There is no any other way. Unfortunately, Africans, we are beating about the bush. So Africa, our leaders are everywhere. We want to show the world that the African bloc, the AU, we are also a force that has to be reckoned with. But a force that has to be reckoned with does not go to bed. Putin doesn't need Africans in any way. Even if he needs Africa, he only needs us to support him to win his war. But he is not begging us in any way. And why should the war in Russia actually have effect on the food that we're going to eat? However difficult it is, we, are not, we should be able to produce food enough. A nation that is not producing high-end commodities, that is not producing uh, finished products, must not fail to produce agri uh, agricultural products enough to eat its own people. But sadly, we are like the people of the Sam uh, people of Samaria. With our leaders, all we are doing is engaging in all kind of negative and debilitating attitude. At the confusion that happened within the city of Samaria, where people were uh, young women were killing their own children for food, is what is happening in Africa now. It's what is happening in Africa now. People are ready to do anything that will make their life comfortable. Now, my, if you go to anywhere in Africa, it's what we're talking of hardship. And what our leaders can talk of is that it is the war in Ukraine that has caused the hardship. What has that got to do with our lives? Food is not anything that should, bring, should be imported from uh, any other country for us to be able to live. Even if food is being imported, we should also have enough to export it. International trade is give and take. What is the Africans giving? And so today, my fellow young men, my fellow uh, young women, I'm appealing to you, rise up. The time has come for us to take a new perspective, a new uh, uh, mindset in, in order for us to liberate ourselves. There is no other way. There is no other way other than the, the way of belief. The law of life is the law of belief. And for that matter, our belief in our own divinity, that at a point we need to take a stand and confront our problems, not by asking people to help us, but confront it head on and overcome it and break to the other side. And it is equivalent to what I spoke on yesterday about the Red Sea. Until we take that Red Sea crossing, we will never be fully liberated. But it is hard, it is sudden, saddening very disheartening that a continent that is full of forests 
that is full of rivers, land that is not cultivated, we are not able to cultivate food enough to feed ourselves. We are still in we are still doing peasant farming. This is the time for men and women to rise. My fellow young men and women, the time has come that we take a different route, and that is the route of belief. We are not going to do this by analytical mind, but by our divinity, the power that is in us, by the power in our subconscious mind. And as people who are walking on this path, we will liberate ourselves from all our difficulties one by one, one by one. There is a power in you. I repeat, there is a power, there is a great force in you that is dormant. And it is calling for your activation. The only way you activate this power is by your faith. Take up a difficulty, take up a challenge, and call upon this power. This power will come to your rescue. Call unto me, and I will come to your rescue. That is what the Bible is talking about. So this is a time that Africans, we need to rise up. We need to rise up. And I'm speaking to you, the downtrodden. You are outside the city gate. This is the time that you need to take faith and begin to confront your difficulties and challenges and you will see that your your effort will become like a giant thing that will break uh, will break these problems into pieces such that you will liberate yourself and liberate all other people around you that is the truth and the time has come that we walk by the truth we bless our leaders whatever they are doing that is what they can give we, there is no need that anyone should stand up to blame any African leader. That is not, no, they can only do what they can. Why can they? They can't do more than what they, have, they can do. So why, why, why are we disturbing them? But what we have to do is what we have to do on our side. That the ordinary men and women will become powerful and overthrow them. And then we, we, we take up. We come with a new mindset. Or even if they come to you, you have the money, you have the resources, and you control them, you direct them what to do for, us, for them to bring the nation to a, a certain level. Now, you the young man and woman, you are powerful than you think. You have everything that you need, you, 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 you need to be successful. Forget about these political leaders. Let them do their job. Do not chip it yourself to them. Do not fall to their, uh, this thing, their tricks. But all you have to do is that when they come, respectfully take your stand and decide whoever you are going to vote. But don't be anything like foot soldier that you are fighting for people to go there to benefit that you will still be toiling. Develop your ideas. Work on what is on your heart and work on it. And as you work on it, you rise up and you become one of the prominent person in the land such that your voice will be counted. You'll be like the four leprous men and women. At the left for leprous men. So my fellow young men African, my fellow young woman African, rise up. You are the angel of the nation. The nation belongs to you. The continent belongs to you. Rise up and let us build our continent. And until we do this, we take this mental attitude, we will only be doing exactly as our leaders who have left and those who are still doing, who are still in power are doing. But we are not going to do that. We're going to support them in, the, in a way as they are doing, as we develop ourselves. And as the new perspective, the new Africa emerges, the old Africa fades away and Africa becomes a completely liberated one. That is the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. 
So rise up, my fellow African. You are not, you are not, uh, my, you, you are powerful than you think. You are not shortchanged at birth. God has given you everything that you need to be successful. You only need to activate your powers by faith and determination. And by faith and determination, you rise to become the greatest in the world. It doesn't matter your current circumstances. Your current circumstances now is more or less someone with leprosy. But when the people bring, brought the salvation, their leprosy issues actually faded away. No one talked about the leprosy again. In the same way, whatever situation you are going through, if once you break through, people will talk about your success and then your past will be forgotten. That is the truth of life. So let us rise up and build continent. Today, I am your Nehemiah calling upon you as in the days of the life of the, Israel, the people of Israel to rise up to build our nations and our continents. This is my message for you. And I say, may the overshadowing presence of God that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us. That keeps the planets in the orbit without clashing with one another, keep you, lead you, and guide you, direct you, open, give you an open mind and a receptive heart, so that this message will, will, will land on a fertile ground, so that all of us will rise up to take this mental attitude, so that we'll confront our difficulties, our challenges one by one, and by collective, by our collective effort, all the difficulties, all the pain, all the suffering on the African continent will be wiped out such that we will be exporters of raw uh, food, food to other people. Even if we cannot produce high-end commodities for food, we should not import food for us to be able to live. Now, I am a co-founder. My name is Emmanuel Kwajumeza once again. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we dedicate our time and our resources to the propagation and the teaching of the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles that all men and women have used to build their lives. It is our dream to raise a new crop of Africans with a new mindset, a new perception of life, such that we will create a new Africa, an Africa that is developed, an Africa that we have abundance of everything, such that people from all walks of life come to dwell amongst us and to enjoy the handiworks of the African minds. And living side by side, demonstrating the beauty and the glory of God, which is in diversity. Thank you, and God bless you.